The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Welcome back to Sidepiece Show. You guys, what is more exciting than my singing? Well, let me tell you, as a mom, you want your kids to love you and think you're the best and like the coolest. Well, my kids think none of those things. But the other night, Vivi is laying in her bed. We put him down to sleep. Vivi is laying in her bed. And I just hear on the monitor, she's saying, mama, 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 over and over again. And you know, you never go in because once you start that, then it never stops. It's like throwing a dog a freaking ball. But Vivi is just going, mama, 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 over and over and over again. Well, (laughs) I mean, of course, my daughter's calling out for me. When does that ever happen? She doesn't even want to be around me. She's so cool at two and a half. So of course, you know, I drop everything I'm doing and I sprint into her room. I'm like, Vivi, mommy's here. And she says, mama, booger. And she's holding up her finger that has a big booger on it that she picked out of her nose that she needed mama to wipe it for. So it wouldn't get on her sheets. So my sweet, sweet child wasn't actually calling out for mama because she just wanted a hug from me. She just didn't want her booger smeared all over her pretty blue sheets. And that is my world. And that wraps up the fun happening in my life. But now it is time for Side Stealers of the Week. And you guys, what a special we have. All three of these super sides are not even on current shows. We have one, Denise Richards, Shibai Sheree, and Steve Lodge. So it's going around and I'm loving it that Denise is possibly chatting about coming back to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but Lisa Rinna would need to be out. This is so amazing and so crazy. You know that Bravo would love to have Denise back, but do you think that they would give Lisa Rinna the boot in order to get Denise back? Or is all this just gossip, which is making people like me crazy and excited about it? But either way, good job. I would love to see Denise back, though. And then we have chatter about Cynthia not having a contract yet for Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like, is she done? But then, do you guys see she by Sheree and what she posts, her cryptic message? If the phone keeps ringing... Sometimes you just got to answer it, dot, dot, dot. Um, hello, what does that mean? I don't think it means a booty call. Maybe it does. I mean, good for her. But dude, does this mean she might be coming back to Real Housewives of Atlanta? Okay, both of these. I'm so freaking pumped and I would love both of their returns. And then we have Steve Lodge as our third side stealer of the week. Steve Lodge, a.k.a. Vicky's fiance, is officially running for mayor of California. 
You guys, please, please, I beg you, please tell me their spinoff will be, quote, making America great again. One full love tank at a time. <laughs> that would be the greatest spinoff and title ever. And I hope to get at least 10% for that. All right, you guys, that wraps up my side stealers of the week. But what else is hot and happening in Bravo? Real Housewives of New York. I'm not sure what was more awkward. Ramona pretending she had vertigo to get away from Ebony's dinner or Ramona trying to leave her own house to get away from Ebony. Really not sure I've ever cringed more or so much. Ramona never ceases to amaze me and how awkward she can be. Blow Deck Med is back, baby. You know, I was really excited. I'm not going to lie, though. It's pretty nuts seeing Sandy and Malia back without Hannah. It seems like a pretty cool crew, though the chef, what in the actual hell is going on with him? So let me tell you. I, me personally, have insanely busted knees. And I can tell you there is nothing that could stop me from crushing a huge opportunity if I were given one. So I can't decide if he's that hurt or if he's just way in over his head and feels out of control. And this whole knee situation is his way out. Luckily for him, though, the annoying as hell charter guests almost, almost make me forget about the drama going on in the galley. But Med is back, baby. Med is back. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. The Crystal and Sutton violated me thing. I really, like really, please, I need it to come to an end. I'm just over it. I need a little less of that chatter and a lot like a lot of more of Kathy Hilton. Every day, every episode, every week, she is my ultimate side sealer. I really need a lot more of her. I mean, literally doing anything. She could be filing her nails in the car. And that is still more exciting than the violated me talk. Kathy Hilton, I love you. I love you. Come on, side piece ASAP, please. I'm here and ready. And that wraps up hotness happening in Bravo. You guys, have I told you only every single week that I love you? Did I tell you how excited all your freaking reviews? Oh my gosh. I read new ones. You guys, I can't even believe that they're not just from like family and friends that I'm paying to write cool reviews. Like you guys actually listening to the podcast, writing these awesome reviews. It is the best. You guys are the best. I love you so much for your awesome support. Thank you for telling all of your friends to support it, to subscribe. I get so excited. I can't even say subscribe. Tell them to subscribe and rate and review. You guys, thank you. I love it. So we can all celebrate the entertaining and delicious parts of Side Piece Show together. You can find me at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W. Yes, we are at episode 20-something, and I still have to read it to make sure I spell side piece show correct. My guest today, she's so 
freaking amazing that I wrote a poem about her. She is Mrs. B, but you know her as Lexi Doll. She's so funny, genuine, and real. Totally in love with her, you will fall. She runs the ship, but if you screw with Margaret, she will give you shit. Watching this blonde beauty on Real Housewives of Jersey, for me, is always a hit. Just in case you missed it, you guys, it is Lexi Doll. All right, you guys, are you freaking ready? So, Margaret Joseph's right-hand boss, B, and she's so much more delicious than a caviar dream. You guys, it is the one and only Lexi Doll. Hello, everyone. What's going on, Melissa? I'm very excited to be here today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to see you look freaking gorgeous. Okay, I just want to preface, by the way, if you see, I have a little mark on my lip here. I do not have any kind of like venereal disease. I picked up herpes and in the city. My son aggressively kissed me and bit me, and then it started bleeding, and he was traumatized. <laughs> there won't be any investigation. There won't be, you know, no one will be taken away from anyone, but that, that <laughs> toddler's You know what you guys are doing on this side with your new podcast. Woo! You know what? Let me tell you about that. That is so funny that you say that because – my husband gets like the blisters, yes. and you know, his stress blisters, which of course yeah. I'm an asshole. So I have to make fun of him all the time and say <laughs> it's herpes. So the first time he gets it, I am pr- like, I'm out to here pregnant. Like I'm about to pop. He's busy. He has a huge breakout. I have to go to CVS and I'm like, excuse me, CVS. I'm this pregnant. I'm like, can I get my husband's herpes medication? And they're like, hey, you hoe bag. Like, Go, you know, take your pregnant ass with your herpes yes, meds. With your herpes meds. You see, you gotta have it stuck in the house. You gotta have the Valtrex always in the house. <laughs> we have like a stock of medicines that we just like. Totally. Always. Totally. By the way, I love that he is so happy to give his mommy a kiss that he's like ripping oh. your face off. Thank I mean, it was aggressive. It was, he was very excited yesterday. Maybe <laughs> because family. I was actually home because I was out for Pride all weekend. So he was like, all right, I'm going to maim you so you actually can't go out again. Uh, I actually it. saw that post. They are hot, sexy pick, And you're like, okay, my kids, I need to get home. Thank you, Pride, but I need to get back to my kids. Yes. Okay. So you were telling me pre, you know, when we were chatting, Marge Sr., who we had on, yes. one of our side piece babes, yes. lives one apartment away from you. She does. We live in the same building. I moved in in the April and she moved in in the June a couple of years ago. And we are one apartment separates us. So, which is good because, you know, Marge Sr. is single. So if there was any action going on, at least there's one whole family between us so that I don't have to hear it. <laughs> but it's so cute. My son goes over every night in his pajamas. And Marge oh. plays grandma so well. Like, you cannot imagine I go to CVS to grab something downstairs, come back up, and I'll find him laying on the sofa, and she's massaging his feet, playing with his hair, and feeding him chocolates. She's the best. She's she kind of like, is she getting action finally? Because I asked her to get back out there and get some action. But this is more like COVID wasn't really done yet. 
Yes. So basically we had actually, we had, so remember the spiritualist Gina Marie that came on the show? Yes. Teresa's that was so good. She was so accurate. She came to the house and she read myself, Marge Senior and Margaret all together, the three of us, which is funny because people are always like, oh God, would you really want to read them with people you know? But we're so incestuously close over here. There's nothing (laughs) we don't know about each other. I know at this point, because if there was anything more to know than you already know, we'd be in trouble. Herpes included. Exactly. <laughs> so was sat with Gina Marie and she says, am I going to find someone? And we were all like, Marge Senior, you're your biggest blockage. And the psychic said the same thing. You have to sit here now, open yourself up and say, I am ready to receive someone. Aww. And we were like, and add to that with a huge bank account, a huge, you know what, and preferably a yacht. Uh, all, all three, please. All but the huge, you know what, probably the first. Yes. Buy everything else. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. How did you even get hooked up with Margaret? So I came to New York, age 27, just literally, I was a fashion buyer in England and I was over the, the economy was tanking there and I was a little bit over it. So I was like, let me have a fresh start. My aunt lives in the city. So I came here and my aunt's young. She's the same age as Margaret actually. So I stayed with her for a few months and she actually works for a billionaire, which was nice. So mm-hmm. I was going to the Hamptons compound. I was on a helicopter. I was, you know, driving that push can around the Hamptons. I was like, this life is for me. I love it. Fancy. I went home, packed my bags, came back three months later. And well, of course now <laughs> I really live here. So I have a fifth floor studio in the East Village with like people smoking crack on my doorstep (laughs) people to try and go to catch a train. And I'm like, I fucked up. Like what what have I done? I left my cushy life in England. I was teased with the billionaire lifestyle and I'm stuck with this. So I actually did a favor for Margaret's best friend's sister. So it's, this is how crazy incestuous our life is. So my aunt worked with the brother of Polly, who you saw her on the show, we went to visit in Oklahoma, who had okay, right, 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 okay, forever, right. And at this time, Macbeth was doing all the gift shows, and Polly also had a gift business. So her brother asked me to do a favor for their family and go and work at the other sister's booth, and she introduced me to Polly, who introduced me to Margaret. No way. Yeah. So. But this is pre-Margaret coming on the show, right? Oh, this is like back in 2008. Oh, shit. Like yeah. a long time ago. A long time. This is like 2008. And the funny thing was, Polly was like, you're going to love Margaret. Come meet Margaret. And I just remember she, all boobs, like all boobs, printed dress. I mean, Margaret has not changed. I will say no one could say that she's changed. She's the same girl. And we laughed when we were going over the stories for the book because she really is authentic. She is exactly who she is morning, noon, and night, no matter what she's doing. So she bounces up with these big boobs and these blonde perky pigtails and a huge smile. And she's like, oh, you're so cute. I want you to come work for me. Oh, amazing. I'll call you. And you know, when you leave and you're like, wow, that was like a a lot. That was a tornado. What the hell does happen? Woo, what happened? Right. She's never going to call. So I went about my business. I was working for like a, a photographer in Brooklyn. I was like, you know, we're photoshopping the fat off vomits for mother's arms. You know, that was <laughs> that 
I'd come from, by the way, being a fashion buyer, buying for 72 retail outlets, like with three stores on Oxford Street to Photoshop and Fat Arms. Oh my God. So think, you know, things are a little different. And then I was walking down Park Avenue one day. I was in the 60s. I remember it like it was yesterday. It was a bright blue sky. It was October. And the phone rings and it was Margaret. And she really did call. And she's like, come, can you come? Can you work for me? Can you like help me out with a show? I was like, sure. And I swear I never left. I came and I never left. So that's what? 13? 13 years ago. Okay, so fast forward to the show. And they come to her and they're like, yo, will you be on the show? And then... Wasn't the first time. So Margaret had been out for pitch for reality previously. You know, Margaret was very big in the lifestyle expert field. So we used to pull all the lessons into the city and tell you like what you should be doing for 4th of July, how to do a great body. Like you've been on today's show. So the same right. kind of thing, like that lifestyle expert. Totally. Um, so I would go do all the setup and like prep the table and get everything ready. And then Margaret would go on and do all the, all the spiel. So right. we loved doing that. So we were well known in TV in this area. Right. So Margaret was a big personality. So they had approached her, but she was already on pitch because our agent at the time had us, we signed with one production company. It didn't work out. We signed with another production company, a big production company, and it just didn't work out. It wasn't the right time. Network heads were changing. And the show was kind of pigtails and power tools. So it was based around Margaret and Joe having such contrasting work, all the girls that worked out of the house, and just how insane we were. Like Margaret and Marcini were born for reality TV. Right. Wait, so this was a show that they wanted to do, pigtails and power tools. Yes just Margaret's, like Margaret's own show. And it didn't get picked up. Listen, you know, things don't always work out. But Housewives reached out to Margaret at that point to ask her to come on the show, but she couldn't because she couldn't get her out of her contract. And it would have been oh, the yeah. year of the twins. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So see, you always dodge the bullets. <laughs> things, things always happen for a reason, right? <laughs> My God. Did I say that out loud? Yeah. <laughs> They came back and they really didn't need, like, they just asked that they were like, okay, do you want to come on? And at that point, you know, uh, business had had some serious ups and downs, which that's the thing I love about Margaret. She goes and jumps right ahead of something. She comes on the TV show and she says, I left my husband for the contract. I'm in a horrible lawsuit. Boom. There you go. Do what you want with it. You know, a lot of people go on TV and hide skeletons. She gets right in front of it. And I think that's so impressive. So when they came to it at that time, it wasn't like there was no audition. There was no casting process. It was like, off you go. See you later. Pack your bags. You're going to Boca. Dude, are you kidding? Okay, so, but you, I was going to say, was it crazy then when she came to you? She's like, I'm going to be on a TV show. But then you guys were already filming things. Yes, we'd already filmed so much. Um, and we'd done like, you know, we'd shot like a three-week pilot for this. So we were fully invested in it. But it is different when Housewives comes to you because when it's your own show, you have a little bit of a control over the narrative. So when Housewives comes, you're always like, oh, fuck, here we go. Like, what the hell? Like, What are they going to do? You know, oh, yeah, God, yeah. like what is going to happen. Right. But Margaret is so good at navigating relationships and spaces. And she's also so secure. I think that's the thing. If you're really secure when you go on a, on a show, you will succeed. If there's any ego or any insecurity, you're destined for failure. So were you like, okay, what did you, what was your thought of being on the show of the housewives when they asked Margaret to be on? And, and she said, yes. 
I was really happy for it. I was thrilled. I thought it was a great way for everyone to get to know her. It was great for her business also. I was really excited for it. And of course, slightly apprehensive because you know what? Margaret's very much, yes, 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 yes. And I'm always like, whoa, wait, hold on. Let's figure this out. Right. So a little bit of me was apprehensive, but I was very proud of her and excited to see what would come. Well, did you want to do it? Did you want to be in part of it? The thought process is when they call you, you're like, okay, we're going to be on TV. Like, they're going to film everything. You're like, oh, God, do I ever have sex with anyone on video that could be like, Did I send nudes? And I'm like, any nudes I sent, I'm Throughout. proud of them because I looked fucking hot. So. <laughs> So you're double checking, making sure all the nudes that were out there were like yes. on point. On point. And then you got through all that and you're like, okay, cool. I would actually wouldn't mind this. Yeah. I was like, listen, this is fun. It's great for business. It's good for us. And we, I enjoy all of the production side of it as well and seeing behind the scenes and how things work and helping with events. So it was just another great thing for my career to experience also. And then meeting the girls is really fun. Margaret is so blessed. Like Jersey is blessed with a great, great cast. And I know Jackie and meeting Melissa was fun and Dolores is a doll and, you know, Teresa's hilarious. And we'll just leave it there. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, obviously, Margaret's your favorite. Is there a one, not that you were hinting towards anything, but one or possibly two that you were like, okay, I'd be fine if I didn't see much of you around here? Oh, are you kidding me? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Because it's also really hard to watch someone not be nice to your best friend. I mean, it's very funny. People are very defensive also on the show. So they'll put up a thing that says, Lexi, Margaret's assistant. No, I couldn't care less. It could say like Lexi, Margaret's housekeeper for all I care because I don't have an ego. It didn't, my LinkedIn and my, you know, my resume, my life is, I'm in control of it. I have no ego about that. Right. Other people that know me are like, they called you Margaret's assistant. And I'm like, I don't care. They're like, what, you run her company. I'm like, it doesn't matter to me. Like, call me Sonia's intern for all I care. Like, it doesn't totally. matter. By the way, you can call me Sonia's intern. <laughs> <laughs> I don't totally. care. It doesn't matter. But people get very offended. So you can imagine it is hard for me, like, to watch when people are rough on Margaret. Like, because I'm the kind of get like, I could never be a housewife because I will headbutt a bitch. Yeah, I will yeah, yeah. literally whack someone. I will be like, the, the English, like, brute strength will come out. It takes a lot of will not to push someone down a flight of stairs, you know? I can't even, like, honestly, I think about that all the time. I, I think I asked Marge Senior that. I'm like, you're watching your daughter. For example, the Danielle and the hair yes. pulling. Were you, like, what were you doing when you were watching this? Were you just dying? Well, the day that it happened, Margaret obviously called us right away. And she called Joe, and then she called me. And she played it down. She said exactly what happened. But hearing it in a phone call and watching it on screen were two different things. Like, I cried when I saw it because I was really like, this is awful. And also, you know, you put yourself out there to share your life. You don't put yourself out there to be physically assaulted. Right. And a lot comes with it, too. You know, there's like 
the business side of it, like, oh God, is this good for my business? We sell everyone from TJ Maxx to Marshalls to Home Goods. So, like, you know, is a buyer gonna like that? Is it bad for business? But yeah, it makes you wanna get in your car, drive to someone's house, and like push them down the stairs. It's rough. It really is. Totally. It's what you're like you said, it's your best friend. Yes. And in real life, if someone comes at your best friend, you're gonna go for the jugular. And you have to watch it happen on TV also. Because uh, we have a very close relationship. We, we crack up. Joe feels like my father, but Margaret feels like my sister. So I don't know what kind of <laughs> sister we're running over here, but that's kind of how it feels. So when I gave birth, Margaret was on one leg and no. my husband was on the other. No. Yeah. My mom lives in England, so as soon as I was like, all right, I'm going into labor, she got on a plane, but of course, Margaret was in the room with me. She was much better than my husband. She had the ice chips, the oxygen. She was holding my leg. It was great. And Joe, this is the even funnier part. Joe was like behind the curtain, but after I gave birth, he's like, I took a video. It's so great. And I was like, oh, Jesus. I mean, granted, he's a plumber, so he has seen everything. He's seen it, it all. wasn't from that end. <laughs> and I'm so grateful for the video now, but can you imagine? No, like Joe, like, hey, guys. Joe, like, hey, behind, guys. Literally behind the man behind the curtain, right? Yes. And he comes out with a big bad shot of like the baby coming out, right? When you started that story, I literally thought you were going to say, I had Margaret on one leg and Joe on the <laughs> other. And I was about to shit my pants thinking about that. Okay. At least that would probably been really good, though, because he's, you know, he's good with, like, fixing clogged pipes. So if Nina got pulled him out. Listen, you just take this angle and, oh, there you go. Now we have a crying yeah, bloody yeah. baby. That is amazing. I can't even imagine, though, because I was thinking about that with Marge. And then, but the same thing, it's like, Danielle was so much. I mean, obviously yes. that was just insanity. Yes. But then how is it for you? Because were you ever, did you ever film afterwards with Danielle? No, and Margaret never filmed again with Danielle. That's she right. That was it. Reunion. Yeah, that, that, she just filmed Reunion. And they asked Margaret, like, are you okay with this? And she was like, yeah. Of course, you know, she's, Margaret's a team player. She's tough and she knows her own mind and she is like, yeah, bring up no problem at right. all. But no, I, I don't think I could have ever felt, I could never be in the same room with her again. It's disgusting. It's so, th that kind of instability is actually scary. Yeah. Well, but then, cause then it's like on a smaller scale, but someone still come like, for example, all the beef with Margaret and Jennifer. Yeah, it's like you see Jennifer just going in and going in and going in like it doesn't stop right and then you have to film with Jennifer because she's a current cast how is that for you then because you're like this is my best friend but I'm doing a job like well luckily Aunt Mira's life so I'm sure as you saw all over Instagram you know we didn't have to invite Jennifer to the pride party because right. you know that was Margaret's party and you don't have to invite people you don't want to invite to party. So I actually haven't seen Jennifer since all of this went down, which I'm not looking forward to seeing it because like you say, it's hot. You, there's so many things go through your mind. You want to be really professional, but you also want to say, I'm watching you. Right. You know? Totally. What, what were you like? I don't even understand how Margaret and Joe, like Joe, it just seems, I haven't met him. I'm trying to get him on right side piece. Oh, you have to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I love him. I had Frank oh, too. Bad. Yes. Frank was just, oh, I, I love Frank was so cute. So cute. He was the best. And I want Joe, right? Yes. And I'm like, Joe just seems like the sweetest person ever. How does Joe, 
And then Margaret get caught up and like they're to blame for this whole cheating scandal. Like I just, I don't even, I don't even get it. It's so ridiculous. It really is. But guys nights is so funny. They, the, the problem is the guys say what they want. You know, there's a reason that the shows are housewives and have husbands <laughs> because guys could really screw anything up. Totally. At a moment. They tell the story wrong. They, you know, screw it up. There's a reason that these shows are based around women. Right. Absolutely. But they are the most, I will say they are the most secure couple I've ever met. Both of them, they are so secure in themselves independently and they are very secure in their marriage. So nothing is going to shake them. But the funniest scandal I thought was that people thought Margaret was so mean to Joe. I'm like, does no one scream at their husband? Oh my God. Luckily, I scream at mine. I mean, like you can't even imagine. That's like a Monday in my house. Yeah. I was like, you cut the carrots wrong for the pack lunch. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you think they just come for Margaret and like try to like pick, 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 pick? I mean, what is it? That, that is like, like you said, it's a, no and by the way, can we talk about the whole season with Joe and Melissa? And then uh, Margaret gets a little frustrated with Joe about a, something big about her friend. Like, it's yeah. just, do you think it's because they come from, because Margaret's so strong and she's so confident and secure that it's like extra. I think that people can be very polarizing. Housewives as a franchise is an extremely polarizing franchise. So every character gets their own fans and gets their own little armies. Right. And I think Margaret, as the voice of reason, she really is someone who always says what she's thinking. She holds people accountable, irrelevant of relationship. If, if I do something that she doesn't like, believe me, I'm the first one to know. Right. And that's the kind of friend I like. I want that. I want someone to be like, why did you pull that shit? Right. Totally. An asshole. What are, what are you doing? You know, so that's the funny thing. And I think a lot of people can't handle that. And I think that's why people go for her because they they can't imagine that they could ever be that strong. So they're right. slightly intimidated by that strength. Like bring her down. Yeah. Like at the reunion, like I felt like the whole like Jennifer and oh, Teresa knows that Margaret started it and now Teresa's in on it. I mean, what? So are you cool with, you're cool with Dolores? Oh, I love Dolores. She's great. She's yeah, she's, she's amazing. Uh, Dolores she and then who, who else? Jackie? Jackie, I love. Jackie lives very close to me. So, like, if my kids have a birthday party, I invite her kids. Um, she's great. He's a lot of fun to go out with. And Melissa, too. I love Melissa. Melissa is, is good. You guys are good. Fantastic, yeah. But love then it's Jennifer that. and Teresa that... You know, I just, I don't know Teresa well enough. She's always very nice to me. She's always sweet to me. But we just, you know, we, we're not in the same circles at all like I'll go out with Melissa and Jackie for dinner with Margaret I'll see Jackie but yeah no I'm, I'm not close with those girls at all were you in the room when that whole thing or in the house when the whole like Jackie Teresa bomb exploded I could barely get through the episode because it gave me PTSD from being in the house that day <gasps> Lindsay and I were in the office and it didn't no one could have expected it to go down that way it was so terrifying it was like, wow. I mean, really, don't use an analogy in New Jersey is something that we should, like, you know, really adhere to. Like, analogies do not go over well over here. I mean, are you kidding? So you were there. Oh, my gosh. I was wondering about that. Just now, you just now, like, being in the house and... <gasps> we were, I mean, there we were, innocently packing the goodie bags for Lake George 
was Jackie going to come? Wasn't she going to come? What was going to happen? But I just didn't expect, no, no one expected that. Oh my gosh. And Margaret, you could tell she was like, I just went to get a cup of coffee. What in the hell is going on? It went from no to a hundred, literally so quickly. It's like insane. Insane. Was that the craziest thing that you've experienced and been through while being on the show or filming? Yes, 100% it was because it was so quick and it was so real. You know, people always accuse all reality shows, Kardashians, you know, below deck, everything of being fake. It's not fake. There's nothing fake about it. When you get personalities together, different personalities together, not everyone thinks the same way. Bombs. And it's so clear that people just don't think the same way. And the reactions are so huge and they're so real that it's like scary. Like we were in the other room, like, oh, oh, oh. Like I was like, oh, oh, I don't want to go out there. I'm too afraid. I don't know what to do. We, like you saw Margaret like skipping around like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> we were ready. Like, oh my God, what do we do now? Hide, hide. I've never seen Margaret. You know, Margaret's always like, even if someone's attacking her, she just has like the game face on and she's cool. And she was just like, yes. what the, what the, what, you know, it was insane. Yes. So, but like we see you a lot more that we saw you a lot more last season. Yes. Yeah. That was really fun. Was it like, are you like friend of, are they trying to get you to come on full time? No, which is really funny because people say to me all the time, Oh my God, are you going to be the next housewife? I was like, yeah, that's Bravo. Bravo. Smoothest move is to make someone paid by a housewife, a housewife. <laughs> what, what a fair playing field that would be. Someone would be like, all right, you know, do you like what Margaret said? Well, I like what yeah, Kate totally. said, so let me think about that. You know, so it's kind totally. of fun. But no, I really enjoy being with the girls. I'm very grateful for the experiences because it's funny. Although Lake George was hilarious because I still was carrying a lot of my baby weight. You, by the way, are in the sickest shape of all time. Your body. <laughs> that two kids even came out of you is unbelievable. <laughs> Your body is sick. I watched and I want to die as I eat a cheeseburger. Uh, by the way, hello, look at you. And by the way, also, let me tell you, it's, you know how it is when you're working, you're insane. If I have a four, you have three, like, give me a break. But I also have a business on the side where my business is helping people to eat better and lose weight. So like, yes. if I don't you, have my you shit don't together. Advertisement. Yeah. So but come on. Like, if I don't have my shit together, yeah. like, you're not going to walk down the street wearing like a burlap sack. You're, you know, you have to yeah. look like this, right? It this is, is why I'm not in fashion because I wear my forever 21. So like, uh, I, I, <laughs> I am all about it. One of my gay friends always goes to me when I come in and after I'll go mm, forever 21 in your 40s. I'm like, yes, honey. Yes. Yes, bitch. <laughs> I, will, I will rock forever 40, like forever. By the way, forever. your Instagram says life of Mrs. B. Yes. My husband, Brian Barbuto. So Mrs. B was always like my nickname. Also. Got it. But your real actual name is, is Lexi, Lexi Doll. No, no, it's not. When I was younger, everyone used to call me Lexi Doll. And I had a little necklace that said, I'm a doll, Lexi Doll. So everyone called me Lexi Doll. But the funny thing is if I go in a restaurant and I've made it on open table, it's somehow connected to like an old Facebook situation. So like we'll go in a restaurant for a business meeting and if I've made the reservation, they'll be like, Lexi doll, your table's ready. And we'll be with like really important people. Like, 
you know, doing like a big licensing deal for like <laughs> a million dollar like program at Target or Walmart, and I'll be like, what's your yes, that's <laughs> But I mean, you can't think when me and Margaret walk in that we're going to be that serious in business. Come on. And you if know? they do take you seriously, then you're like, this isn't the place for me. This is not the place for it's, us. Like, it's not going to work. Exactly. You better believe we are serious about what we do and we are very successful and we're very driven and very goal oriented, but we're going to laugh doing it all the way. So, okay. Tell me what made you guys start the podcast. I mean, that is so genius. A tuna fish boat, a caviar. I mean, it's so like on point for you guys. I freaking love it. Why you two I just, and most importantly, can I come on? No, I'm yes, <laughs> I want you to come on. Yes, come on, come on. Are you kidding me? I will do it in like, okay, I'm ready. Let's go. Yes, yes. No, you have to. But like, what made you guys start that? So it's funny. It was very natural for us to start a podcast because people have always asked us for advice. I mean, we, when I met Margaret, she was doing trade show, she had Beth collection and she had a really healthy business. We were selling sex, Neiman's, um, all the fancy stores. Yeah. We did custom for Dylan's candy bar, all Serena and Lily's custom. Yeah, like everything you could imagine. We were selling to everybody. At the trade show booths, we'd be trying to do business and someone would come in and they'd look on the verge of tears and we'd be like, oh my God, are you okay? Like, what happened? And they'd be like, well... I was coming here this morning. My husband left me. The store's in his name. I don't know what to do. My business is going under. Da, da, da. And we'd be like, sit down. And people would be like, cool. uh, can I write an order with you guys, please? And we'd be like, hold on. We have a crisis. We're therapist now. Wait, wait. So, you know, naturally, we always were learning about people's stories, talking to people about, like, their lives and, you know, giving free business advice to people. And, right. And we really enjoyed the storytelling and the listening aspect and Margaret has always said she has caviar dreams on a tuna fish budget. It's always been her catchphrase. And if she wanted to write a book, which obviously you see it behind me, she amazing. has with Simon and Schuster, a very amazing, amazing. book. That all of the listeners, shameless plug coming. You should all read the book as well as listen to the podcast. But so it was natural to us to talk to other people and share their stories to also inspire people because Marge's big line is she's not from the Lucky Sperm Club, and neither am I. Like my Dad went to work all day. My mom stayed home with me when I was really little, but she worked in like a cookie factory at night. Right. And I was just thought she smelled really good, but it was cause like, she was like packing biscuits at night. Right. You know what I mean? So totally. like we both came from very, very working class, humble beginnings. So for it's inspirational, like, you know, especially in this bullshit world we live in where everyone puts these, you know, fabulous lives out on Instagram and people- Holy can get so disheartened that they're never going to achieve what they want to achieve. And I think manifestation is amazing, but a lot of people think, well, if I manifest it, you know, next week I'll have a big house and I'll be sipping drinks at the Ritz Carlton pool. No, like people, this is hard work. Hard it's you right. know, so we love to share those stories to inspire people. By the way, it's funny that you said that. This is a total side note. And obviously this podcast is not about me, but like just to relate to you, before I had the podcast and stripped my current business, I had a business where I sold healthy baked goods. Oh, I love it. So that. I was, A, I was your mom. I would yeah. be baking my stuff from midnight to 5 a.m. I can yes. always smell like a banana bread all day long. I love but it. 
the biggest thing is I would be doing the demos in Whole Foods and whatever store yes. that was in. And I swear to God, I'm like, do you want to try a banana bread? And people would be like, oh my God, well, I would love to do a banana bread. But then, you know, yesterday my friend called and then I'm like, oh my God, I just want to sell some freaking bread. Right. But like yes. you're, it's like a bartender. You become yes. the therapist. You really do. And you're like, listen, I saw Bethany selling these, but not the little skinny girl cookies on season one. I'm looking for like a, 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 a level up here. Totally. 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 Oh my God. I love that though, that you guys did that because it's so real. It's like the everyday yeah. person, right? One thing that really pisses me off that happened on the show is that Jennifer insinuated like Margaret has something against stay-at-home moms. Like I want to address this show because... I brought Nino to work with me. I, I, my water broke on a chair at work in a business meeting and I was able to like work all the way through. Then she came and held my leg. Then I had a great maternity leave off to spend with my son, which was even though it was our busiest, one of our busiest times, we just launched a new clothing line. Um, we were super busy. I had my maternity and I came back to work with my son. So when people say like Margaret is not for the moms, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And our other designer used to bring her son too. So we are so about the moms, but we're about the moms having their life the way they want to live it. Right. If you want to have a business, great. If you want to stay at home, that's great. Be the best stay at home mom you can be. We're about inspiring people, no judgment, no shame. Just go and do what you want to do and be the best you could do. But I couldn't have, I couldn't have, you know, continued without bringing my son. I didn't want to sacrifice this first few months. Right. Me, you know, totally. So it was That's great. amazing. I'm glad that you said that because she yeah. didn't say that. And I feel like because the, yeah. the whole beef with like the stepkids and the kids and like, you know, so everyone has to like go in about I it tell Margaret all the time. I wouldn't even be half the mom I am without watching how she was with her son. She is a really, really unbelievable mother. And she's I love really that. Fun. I love that. And Joe, Joe seems like just like the cutest, sweetest, like, oh, I'm like, but he kisses and cuddles Nino and takes him out for walks and hangs out with him. And it's very cute. I'm very lucky to have them in my life. First of all, what would you ever be a housewife? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You would be so good. Are you kidding me? Yes. I'd be like, sign me up. My husband, <laughs> let me tell you, my husband, he like despises all that, right? Like he's in their entertainment world. He sells yes. TV shows. He does no, all of the where I'm like, oh my God, are we walking out of the, like a restaurant and someone's taking a picture of me? Oh, <laughs> you know, and he's like, oh my God, I cannot. Like you are so, yeah. and I was like, dude, you don't have, you don't have to be on. You can be like a Harry Hamlin and like, just say hi and make a pie and then be out. Yeah. Right. Yes. Are you kidding me? I, I would love it. By right, the way, you need a petition because you will be a great housewife. By the way, I'll move in in the apartment in between you and Marge Senior. Yes. <laughs> we, need, we need another hot blonde on Jersey. Could you imagine you, Margaret, me, and then Marge Senior's there like in the, oh my God. Kill it. The boobs, the yes. mouth. Like, inappropriateness. Oh my God. <laughs> my whole world is inappropriateness. I was like typing sex to you and I was like, oh, it's like, it. she doesn't give a shit. This I immediately, me. I'm like, yes. yes. <laughs> <My> <laughs> I love it. Oh my God. Listen, real quick. I wanted to see if you were down, Lexi, to play a little game. 
Always. Always. Okay. okay. It's called tuna fish or caviar. Ooh. So, tuna fish, obviously meaning crap. Caviar, yes. the gold. Okay. Got These it. three situations, was it tuna fish or caviar? Uh, okay. All I, right, Lexi. I, all right. Margaret pushing Marty into the pool. Oh, caviar roll day. Caviar on repeat, people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Inside of champagne. <laughs> and some mine popcorn. Yes. You know the rewind? You just see him go, oop, um, oop, back and forth. <laughs> the best thing was Margaret didn't remember what she said afterwards until Andy Cohen called her and after he watched it and said, that was so funny. You had the line. What a line. And Margaret was like, oh, oh okay, thank you. She didn't remember saying husbands in the pool. <laughs> so iconic. When she walked by, that was um, in her like that. ball gown. Amazing. Okay. Tuna fish or caviar? Jennifer tequila, like drunk, face planting at Teresa's pool party. Oh, tuna fish for me. Tuna fish. Listen, I love a good cocktail. I love a good dance on a table. I love to party all night and I'm lucky I have two wooden legs. So there's not too many <laughs> face plants from me, but face planting on national television always is tuna fish. Aye, aye, aye. That was, and yeah. you know what the sweet, the best part, that whole thing, that whole scene was such a hot mess. You know what the best part for me was who came over to help her out? I know. I know. And she's genuinely concerned because you know, Margaret doesn't drink. Right. And it's not from a judgmental place at all, because believe me, she has seen me drink a right. lot for many years. I'm English. It's like ingrained. In Hello. Me. And yeah. she loves drunk Lexi. She's a big supporter of drunk Lexi. I love drunk, drunk Lexi. Drunk Lexi was going to hurt herself. Then she'd be the first person to get me home. And that's right. what it was. You know, she really does care. Even in a situation where there's extreme beef going down, the March cares. That was like, that was so sweet to me. She I'm glad like, that you oh, saw God. that. Cause I think that that sometimes goes unrecognized. No, I am all for that. Like, listen, I appreciate like the madness because I'm crazy, yes. but like at the core, which separates, I think a lot of people just like, are you just like a good person? Or yes. Are you just complete exactly. shit? Yes, a kind heart. And Marge is very maternal. So she does feel very maternal towards people. And she does want to take care of people. She doesn't want to see someone, A, make a schmuck of themselves on TV. Or actually, like, smash their face in. Right, totally. Even if it is Jennifer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more. Tuna fish or caviar? When Frank was pretending to be the realtor and calling Joe and blowing up Joe's phone and Melissa was, like, losing her mind. All right, I'm going to say caviar for this, even though I love Melissa and she's a good friend and I adore her. She got hers. I mean, when we pulled the trick on Joe on the boat, on Lake George, on the tiki boat, I mean, we were laughing so hard because he was really pancake. I mean, Teresa, she could have won an Academy Award for that. That was good. I didn't think she had that in it. I mean, she whipped that out. It was award-winning. Yeah, so that was a caveat because she really did get his, but it was funny. You got to get a little taste of your medicine, right? Yes. You really yes. get it, you right? You can't dish it and not take it. If you totally. dish it, you got to have a second when you take it. Yeah, but that's a thing. Not a lot of these women can take it, right? That is a big thing on Housewives. That is a, a big theme. Dishes, but not take it. See, there that totally, and I think Mar, I think even Margaret said that on the reunion. Like, you're mm -hmm. coming at me, you're coming at me. Well, here, oh, now you're mad at me because I gave a little bit back. 
Yes. And you could see when March, when March does something that's, that she makes a mistake, she owns it immediately. Right. You know? Okay. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. You're right. That wasn't right. Move on. You know? So it totally. is. Well, listen, that, I only had three for tuna fish or caviar and you were <gasps> dollar. I did okay. not have to plead the fifth for any. I know I should have gotten a little juicier. Oh, here's one. Okay. Here's one. Who would you choose? Teresa or Jennifer? If you had to be stuck on a boat with one. Oh, Teresa, because even if I, I, she's just, she's so funny. Like she really is funny. She's very cute and she's very funny. I get, you know, you could get mad with it, but she is hilarious. And also, she, she smells and tastes so good these days because she's having so much pineapple juice. So who wouldn't want to be stuck with that? If we could, we could make a pina colada and have a good time. My husband's like, I don't pineapple juice. What? I'm like, don't get excited. Like this, yeah. you don't have to be concerned with any of this because you're not getting any pineapple, any juice of anything. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Like no more pineapples. What would your, you know, they open with a tagline, obviously. What yeah. would your tagline be? Uh, oh, oh God, that's a good one. You might not understand my accent, but I'll make sure you get the point. <laughs> <laughs> And then you're like, bam, bam. Yes. Dude, I love that. My accent. People write all the time. Where is your accent from? I'm like, it doesn't know. It got you. <laughs> Has no clue. Like Jersey, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Thank you so much. Oh my God. I loved, loved, loved chatting with you today. And you have to come on Caviar Dreams with us now. Wait, for everyone, I know we talked about it, but for everyone listening, just in case, where can they all find you? Okay, so my Instagram is at the life of Mrs. B, and our podcast is Tuna Caviar Dreams, Tuna Fish Budget, same handle on Instagram, and we have new episodes every Wednesday, and everyone should listen. You gotta listen, especially because if they want to have side piece on, I mean, three crazy blondes together. Exactly. And I'm going to move to Jersey and try to be a housewife with you guys. I think you should. I think you should. You've got to get it over here. Don't tell me. I need to get it out of LA. So I'm, I would be in a heartbreak. Thank you so much. And Thank I you. Wait to have you on the podcast. Tell Marge, please. Tell Marge Senior High. Tell Margaret. Hello. I'm like, I'm getting everyone in Margaret's crew right now. All I need is Joe. We got to complete the step. We need we got to complete it. Oh my God. I would love to chat with you guys. Thank you so much for coming Mom. on. It was the best seeing Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Side Piece. Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W. At Side Piece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.